Uh, I'm wondering what educational path you think would be best to learn how to help coach people towards understanding health overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've been, I've been thinking about that too, Phineas. Thank you for the question. Um, so this is, this is a, a, a talk we're having right now. And this is why I'm writing my next book, Making Your Child Well. It's a path to understanding um, the pathway to health because we have to learn it. It's not being passed down from our grandparents, great grandparents. It's not being passed down to our families how to do it. I was brought up on TV dinners and canned food. So I, I didn't learn it. I'll tell you there. And I didn't learn it in medical school either. So like, how do we learn this? So uh, one of the things of working on a Regeneration Health International is creating a curriculum from everything from shopping, prepping, cooking, basics, um, and even how to pick um, the best items on a menu when you eat out. Because I like to eat out too, folks. I enjoy going to a restaurant and not having to cook at home. And I look for certain menu items that I know are going to be low in pesticides when I eat out. And if I don't find them, boy, you know, I'll eat very little. I, I just want, uh, or I have organic snacks in my bag in case uh, I'm starving. I, oh, I'm like a mom. Like, you know how we carry the diaper bag? I always have organic snacks in my purse in case I'm in a tough situation at an event, a party, a restaurant, and I'm kind of snacking under the table. Um, so we need somewhere if to take, but if you say, wait, I don't want to do that. If you take um, a holistic nutrition course, that is one way to go. And you learn about holistic nutrition and the best thing you can do. And, and those are these courses, mini courses you can learn online. And if, is there a book that really, um, there is some websites and I'll research them. I found one recently, but I can't recall the name that I thought was very good on pathways to health, on how overall you maintain health, teaching health. And I think that, is, I mean, it's going to be covered in my book, even though I say it's for kids, making your children well it's applied for families. So that'll be out next year. And I'm going to be covering all these basic principles. If I find a good website, I will send it to Ben and send it to you because this is a really important information where you get this question, but um, food first, starting on your food and water is the best place to start for your overall health. And I do like the idea of um, a basic um, learning, basic nutrition. You can even go back to like your local community college and take a basic nutrition course. But here's the problem. You don't want to take a dietitian course because they're taught dietitians, the sad American diet. You want to take holistic or integrative nutrition, the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So you learn about holistic health, food is medicine. And within the next month, we're going to start to publish this stuff up on our Regeneration Health International website. So stay tuned. Um. Amen. And thank you for your work and doing all of that. Um, I have to say my, like you said, my, my wife's a pediatrician and she openly will tell us every time um, she didn't learn a lick about nutrition in medical school. And it's just frightening. And there's doc, the Dr. Clappers of the world that are out there helping to change that. You're helping to change that. And, and on behalf of everyone, thank you for doing that. And I'm going to use that as a little bit of a segue. I don't see any other hands raised at the moment. So I'm going to ask another question of my own. Um, it's a little bit of a segue. And that is just in general, what information are mainstream pediatricians giving their patients that you disagree with? That's got to be a loaded question. But I, if you could touch on some of that, um, I think it's important for folks to know your opinions. Yeah, of course. Um, 
So, um, yeah, mainstream pediatrician, the, the, the stuff that we're aligned with, you know, there's, you're not going to meet a pediatrician who doesn't a, a, agree that all babies should be breastfed as much as possible within the limits and the confines of the family. We understand there are extenuating circumstances, adoptions, difficulty breastfeeding. I get it. And you do the best you can, but if, if possible, breastfeed, we're all, we're all aligned there where we begin to differ is on nutrition. Um, so for example, like, you know, a lot of pediatricians say baby's first food should be grains. I don't think baby's first food should be grains. I think it should be fat like avocado. I'm a big proponent of the first food being avocado. Um, and I don't introduce food to six months. We used to say four months, but most of us are now getting to six months. Um, so th those types of things, I don't think a lot of pediatricians are stressing the organic aspect that even from formula, if moms do supplement, dad supplement, I'm in a diet. I don't think they're stressing the need for environmental toxicant removal. I don't think they're going over what we went over in this environment toxicants and where kids are exposed. I don't think they're covering that, you know, where kids get into trouble. The behavioral stuff, you know, when kids sit, when kids crawl, when they walk, when they talk, I think they're doing a really good job covering that. People have to remember, that um, pediatricians are trained in a pharmaceutical model. I'm a pediatrician, I was classically trained. So we get a year of pharmacology and two hours of nutrition. So our learning is symptom-based, not getting to root cause, which is what we do in holistic health. So I've had to shift away my practice. Um, pediatricians are not trained in homeopathy. Homeopathy is the eye roll of Western medicine. I've gotten so many eye rolls in my, in my life that I think I couldn't circle the planet. Uh, how many pediatricians have eye rolled when I said I use homeopathy? I love homeopathy. It has been mind blowing to me when I first learned about it 28 years ago with my own son, when he had some health challenges. And when I gave him homeopathics from a colleague of mine who I crossed paths with and she was an MD homeopath, it blew my mind. And I was so angry because I said, why aren't we teaching, you know, pediatricians homeopathy? You've got to be kidding me for this $7 remedy. I can cure my kids um, croup. It was croup at the time. So um, they're not using any, they don't have any holistic toolbox. That's what we differ. Not just homeopathy, which they say is placebo medicine, even though the FDA says it's dangerous and should be removed. It's dangerous. It's a placebo. It's dangerous. It's snake oil. Mm, it's, you know, it's all over the map. So but they don't learn herbal medicine. They're not taught anything about hands-on manipulatives. And Ben, if I could just scream and shout about this, they don't even know what DOs do, osteopaths. And in France, for example, after babies are born, the osteopaths go around and just kind of quickly readjust each baby after a, you know, a, a vaginal birth, a right across. And osteopathic medicine, I refer just about every kid for craniosacral osteopathy and the skilled hands of a practitioner who works with kids. You know, you have to know children. Children are not many adults. You have to be familiar with treating kids. You know, yes, they have basic biology and physiology, but there are differences. So um, manipulative, 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 they're not trained at all. They don't know what we're talking about. I've had many pediatricians um, share that. And then there are big divergent points. The biggest one I could think of is Lyme disease. I think of all the things I've treated, on children. And I think of so many things where we diverge is Lyme and because they go from the Infectious Disease Society of America, I follow ILADS and autism. You know, they're slow to treat autism. I recognize it. I don't know why it's not hard to diagnose. And I 
um, I can reverse autism, it's known, the prevention and reversal is known, and they say, oh, there's no treatment, there's nothing to do. So we have some real divergent things because their toolbox is not as expanded. I say there, I am a pediatrician. It, it used to be my toolbox. My toolbox has expanded. This stuff can be learned. Thank you for all of that. Um, very, very important to hear. And um, I'm, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Um, we've seen somewhere that you said next phases may center around detoxification. And there are many ways to approach this complicated subject. My favorites include German biological medicine with the emphasis on clearing the extracellular matrix of cells due to its efficacy and gentleness for many individuals. And I guess our question is, is how do we do this? Yeah. And um, it's too bad that it's not more widespread. I learned about German biologic medicine and which is called homotoxicology about 10 or 12 years ago. And that's all I've known it, but it's, it's a form of homeopathy based on five element Chinese medicine um, designed by a Dr. Reckowick, a German MD homeopath um, in the year about the 1930s, 1940s in Germany. And he created this line of products. And what these products do, they're called um, extracellular drainers and they clean around the cells, the matrix. The, it's called the extracellular space. And that's where a lot of toxins and toxicants are dumped. And so this German biologic medicine is practiced in Germany um, is taught here. Um, I buy products from a company. I've actually taught, spoke for them in the past years ago called Bioresource. They're in California. And um, the kind of medicine, there is a book. Um, I have it on my shelf called Bioregulatory Medicine. It's a little tiny book where people can learn about bioregulatory medicine. Now, there's only one clinic that I know that practices this, this kind of thing, although you can find resources and practitioners on the Bioresource website, Bioresource source.inc, I think it is. And this clinic is in Arizona. It's in, I believe it's in Phoenix or Scottsdale. It's a bioregulatory clinic. And this medicine has been the cornerstone of my treatment the last, oh, I'd say 10 years. And, and I've had the best result using this form of homeopathy. So bioregulatory medicine, and it's been a game changer for many of my patients. And I'll give you one brief vignette. I was treating these kids in, my, in a, a job I worked at some a couple of years ago. And the mom said, oh, would you treat me too? And I said, oh, sure, I've, I've treated adults. Um, and she had something called Sjogren's syndrome. It's an autoimmune disorder, very uncomfortable. Um, and sure enough, so I started her on a treatment program and then she took off for eight months. I didn't see her, like she kind of disappeared. Like, okay, she came back and her Sjogren's was gone. She had it for 12 years. She went to UCSF to her rheumatologist and she said, and her numbers were normal. Her symptoms were gone. Um, and I wasn't even treating her anymore. I kind of lost track of her. She just kept doing the program. I, and I wouldn't have even have done that that long if I had been seeing her, but she just disappeared. Her name is Lisa. And I said, and it's Lisa. Um, and so her rheumatologist said, well, well, we misdiagnosed you. Wow. 12 years. You misdiagnosed her. Pretty amazing. She would not wrap around that homeopathy can help cure. And got to be careful with that word cure, Ben. I say that very lightly. Um, and I've had this with many patients before where they've had diseases reversed, even halted. And the conventionally trained physicians say, oh, now you're a misdiagnosis because there's such an unwillingness to believe that homeopathy can be so powerful and it can. So for those of you, there is um, the book. There is a book and I'm going to shout out a friend of mine, Dana Ullman. He's in Berkeley here in California, and he wrote a book about homeopathy in children, 
I give that to every family. And then in relation to what Phineas was asking before, what book do I use for families? I use that homeopathic book. It's a, you can get it on Amazon now for like a buck, although I really try and buy from independent booksellers. Um, Dana Ullman sells it. And it's a little purple and yellow book, Homeopathy and Children, Dana Ullman, U-L-L-M-A-N. And it really gives you the basics of using homeopathy in your family. And boy, it's a game changer. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that uh, with everyone. And uh, we actually have another raised hand. I think Stephen is back. Let's unmute you. Hi, Stephen. Hi, this is an interesting topic. Uh, how do we traverse the, the worlds of evidence-based and then into homeopathy uh, and functional medicine? Um, I have a friend who's a farmer and he tells me definitively, everyone that says this is just a, a placebo and somehow a, uh, you know, something that you can't prove. If that was the case, it wouldn't work on the animals and it works on the animals. Just a thought. Yes, um, I'm happy to address that, Stephen. Thank you for that question. Um, so Dana Ullman, do write a book. He has done a lot of evidence-based medicine and homeopathy. And there are a lot of studies, most of them out of Europe, not the US, because studies take a lot of funding. So studies come from Europe. Um, and so there are studies which show that um, homeopathy is very effective. There was a recent study showing that surgeons in the U.S. were using Arnica, common remedy for um, uh, surgery, uh, sprains, strains, et cetera, Arnica. A lot of people are familiar with that. That's one of the remedies that's crossed over into what mainstream medicine and to be as effective and more effective than traditional um, other, other therapies. So, um, so there are studies. They're not widely published, but there are with showing the efficacy of homeopathy. Um, the other thing is anecdote medicine. There were years ago, we as uh, physicians were allowed to report case reports and that was valid medicine. Well, we could talk about our, our, our experience, which was valid without doing research and with lab rats. So when I say, when people say, you have no proof about homeopathy works. And I say, well, I have about 10,000 anecdotes that I can share with you. It's called, it's called the experience. It's called the art and practice of medicine. And, and so when I, I say, yeah, I've used it. And I said, why don't you try it and see if it helps. And so I've often told families when I put them on these homeopathic protocols, I say, you be your own N of four in your own family study. Try these remedies. There's no downside. They'll work other than the cost. They'll work or they won't. And there won't be any side effects. And people report back, oh my God, you know, you've got to be kidding. This is the reaction I, I often get. When the remedy's right, it, 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 it's, it can be like a miracle. So, but yes, there's data. Dana, Dana Ullman's website has a lot of studies and there are remedies that have been shown to be useful, particularly Arnica, many others, um, and they can be the key you need to reverse chronic disease. Mm -hmm.